Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The Oilers practiced in Sweden today. Chris Russell on the ice. Head coach Todd McClellan saying he has Russell penciled in to play Saturday against the New Jersey Devils. So there would have to be uh, some sort of roster move going along with that since Russell is on injured reserve so that's something to keep an eye on too uh, for for the next couple of days 11 a.m saturday drop of the puck oilers and devils our coverage starts with the face-off show at 9 30 saturday morning eskimos riders on thanksgiving monday noon for the countdown to kick off with david morley and the game will start at two nowhere to go but up for the eskimos after uh, well uh, no other way to put it one of the worst offensive performances in team history on Saturday, losing 33 to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. My name is Reed Wilkins, sitting in for Bob Stoffer today. Brian Burke, presented by Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication solar. Brian, you're on with Reed today. Bob's in Europe. How are you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. Great to have you on the show. It's going to be fun uh, listening to you, and usually, Bob, uh, every Thursday at 1.30 throughout the NHL season. Hey, uh, Brian, you you bring a really unique perspective to the show today uh, when we talk about suspensions and discipline and, and what happened with Tom Wilson because, uh, you know, you, you had that role for the NHL at one point in your career uh, where you where you had to make those sort of decisions. But before we go into the specifics of, of Wilson... Can you give us the Coles notes of, of what, you know, happens during a, a hearing? Is it like a little mini hockey courtroom, or what are we looking at there? Basically, the system is set up so it's most favorable for the player. So there's no rules of evidence. A player can introduce things in the hearing that would not be admissible in a courtroom, like he said this or she said that, which would be hearsay in a court of law. Uh, there's no time limits. The hearing will go for as long as the player wants to present evidence. They're usually quite brief, but the whole system was designed by me with Ian Pulver, who worked at the NHLPA back then, to come up with a system that the players think was fair, could understand, uh, and felt was a non-hostile environment, even though there's punishment following. So they're, they're usually brief. Uh, the player goes first, and he says, here's what happened. Uh, well, would be George Peros would read the preamble and say, well, let's hear the rules. There are no rules. It's designed to, per- to review this incident in the light most favorable to you, the, the perpetrator. Uh, and the union is, is there also to make sure that the hearing is fair. They don't usually have a big role because they represent both players. They represent the player that was injured and, and the player that committed the foul. So um, they, the, uh, the player goes... Uh, the coach and GM usually go. 
Uh, the agent usually testifies that the guy's a good guy. He's never been in trouble before, that kind of thing. The union uh, generally doesn't speak up unless there's something procedurally wrong. And then uh, player safety makes their decision. They deliver it, make their decision, and hammer the guy. Okay, so let me just clarify this. Who Who is there uh, representing the guy who may have been, been injured in a, in a situation? Uh, nobody. Okay. <laughs> nobody. He doesn't... He, the, the team gets a medical, the team, uh, his team, so take, in this case, St. Louis, they would have to file a medical report under pain of perjury. It would have to be, have to certify it was an accurate medical report. And they would say, you know, this is the injury. And it turns out that they dress that up or, you know, somehow exaggerate it or lie about it. They're subject to a fine. Right. But the, the, the victim, if you will, has no voice here. Okay, I, I know I'm going to get feedback from fans and listeners, Brian, saying, wait a minute, how, <laughs> is that, okay, like you said, why? it's most favorable to the player. Is is it too favorable to the player? No, well, why should the victim have a voice? We know, we saw the film, we see the film, we know what the injury is. What's he going to add and say, well, I'm really upset? Well, fair enough, but I mean, if if the player, I'm just I'm just throwing this out at you. If 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 the if the offending player is allowed to say, well, this was said, he said this, I felt I was retaliating to this, shouldn't somebody able to say, be able to say, well, wait a minute, hold on, that's not what happened. He did this first, then I did this, and that's how it escalated. That's not well, relevant. First, for, for, well, first off, we've had cases before where teams have offered evidence of things that led to it, said you know earlier in the shift this or that. Uh, and, and that can be admitted. Uh, officials, if they overhear things, their testimony can be admitted. So if they heard someone say, I'm going to get you, they're allowed to file a statement even though they're not there. So, again, it may seem you know, odd that the, the victim isn't present, but there's no reason the victim has to be there. We've got the videotape. We know what the injury report is. Okay. Well, that's that. That's interesting. Okay, let, Brian. Let's get specific then. Uh, Wilson got a big one. He he got twenty games. We had Alan May on from Washington in the last half hour. We had Louis DeBrusque on. Uh, you know, saying that that's a a predatory hit. Alan May covers the Capitals. He was uh, he kind of looked at it. He he said hits like that happen all the time. I I don't know if I agree with them, but that's uh, that's what he said. You seeing that and knowing Wilson's history, what was your reaction to the length of that suspension? Well, I, first off, Alan May uh, was a, was a tough player. He works for the team. He's covering the team. He's going to, you know, predictably, uh, Wilson's teammates all said it was too harsh, and people complained about it, and so on. First off, as soon as I saw this and watched the tape in slow motion, I knew this player was getting double digits. And let me make full disclosure to the folks in Edmonton. My son Patrick works for the Department of Player Safety in New York, so they, I do have a. Uh, I don't have an inside edge there, but I do have an interest in, in uh, people have pointed that out before. I really shouldn't be talking about it because my son works there. I'm like, well, no, I, I'm going to talk about it. I'll just make full disclosure. My son works there. So uh, I knew as soon as I saw it, he was in trouble because you're talking a major predatory hit. You're talking injury, and you're talking recidivist. So it's a repeat offender. And so I was thinking my, my view was it was worth 15 games, but I can live with 20. And with all due respect to Alan May, who I who I, I like and respect, uh, to to write this off as a hit that happens all the time, it doesn't happen all the time because the league doesn't allow it. 
Uh, I, I caught a little bit of of your uh, of your panel last night. I was I was flipping around a lot between NHL and watching a little baseball. And and I know you touched. Uh, I, I think actually you got interrupted because they might have had an interview uh, that they were throwing to at that time. But Eller goes by the bench. Marchand comes out uh, two or three minutes later in the game and, and goes after Eller. Do you think that's is something that the league will look at or should look at? No. Okay. Fair enough. Just because that's just a player, is that like fall under the whole player players policing themselves type thing? And he didn't suck him or anything like that. Well, I I don't think I think if you you bring that stuff on yourself to me, you know the St. Louis player didn't do anything to get hit by Tom Wilson, and I love Tom Wilson. Like they should disclose this right away. I I worry sometimes that we're taking the hitting out of our game, and I'm sorry I'm driving in my car and there's a couple of fire trucks passing here, so. Um, I worry that we're taking the hitting out of our game. I think we need players like Tom Wilson. But he's got to start understanding where the line is between a legal hit and an illegal hit. All he had to do to make that hit legal was crouch down about three inches and make shoulder-to-shoulder contact. He could have still cartwheeled this guy. He still could have knocked him in the next week. And we all would have said, what a great hit. But what he did was he came in. There's a height differential. Players player where the puck is usually bent over. And he got him right in the head with a shoulder, guaranteeing he's going to have a concussion, in my opinion. So I, I'm not, I have no problem with 20 games. Again, I, I, would, I thought it was going to come in a little lower than that, but I have no problem with that. And, and this, this type of hit, I think the league always takes advantage of an early season situation to set a standard. I know I did. Like if I got one in game one or game five, I'm like, all right, we got 1,000 games to play. Let's set the standard right now so everyone knows what this is worth. Now, the next guy that hits it, throws a hit like this isn't going to get 20 games because he's not a repeat offender. Now, if, this, if this was Tom Wilson's first offense, that might only be a four-game hit. But where he's been in three times in just over a calendar year, I have no problem with this. And, and again, I love this player. But I have no problem with him getting 20. Or not, no, not one bit of trouble with that. Brian Burke from Sportsnet joining us on Oilers Now. Reed Wilkins sitting in for Bob Stoffer today. Uh, I'll, I'll just throw you a general general one here, Brian, to wrap up. Uh, I mean, night one in the NHL, obviously only a few teams played. Uh, you know, Montreal hung in there against Toronto, but the Leafs, uh, two stars, able to get the goals in that game. And, uh, you know, Vancouver, uh, wild third period, are able to outscore the, the Calgary Flames. And then, you know, in that, regardless of what happened with Eller and Marchand, you got the defending champs going out there and, and pounding the Boston Bruins. Again, they always beat Boston uh, 7-0. Anything, what were we, what's a one or two headlines for you from last night? Well, just the, the, the storylines, the hype, you know, for John Tavares, Tavares, sorry, to come back and live up to the hype was great. Obviously, we did that game. Um, I thought Austin Matthews scored just a marvelous, well, the second goal was beautiful, too, but the first goal was just like, man, that's a goal scorer's goal. I thought great story in the Vancouver game was Patterson. I thought he really looked good. Um, and that was a wild game. That was the game either team could have won. Great goaltending despite the, the large number of goals. So I was so excited. I, I love the start of the season. I go through withdrawal in the off season, so I was really excited. And I thought the games lived up. Got to see a little bit of the San Jose game as well. I thought the games lived up to uh, why we work in the greatest game in the world. 
Right on. Well, Brian, uh, excited to have you on 6.30 Chat on Oilers Now every week throughout the season. Obviously, Bob will be back to chat with you next Thursday. Pleasure to have you on the show, Brian. We'll see you down the road. Thanks so much. That is Brian Burke checking in from Sportsnet, obviously uh, executive with several NHL teams. And as we referenced, he uh, was the uh, NHL disciplinarian for uh, several years. And as he said, was a big factor in setting up the current system. I know, I know, Brendan, you know, Rob and I chat about these types of things when he's on our Oilers broadcasts. And he always says that he, Rob feels as a former player, that the union is, is quick to represent the guy who committed the foul and not so quick to represent the guy who who is injured. So that's why I wanted to ask, like, hold on, what happens there with the guy who who has been fouled? I tend to agree with what Burke says in that situation and that the situation is spoken for itself and, and you don't want to degrade it to some sort of a meeting with the principal, you know, over a schoolyard fight when you have a guy who... <laughs> what more could he possibly add? And maybe, maybe you could show pictures like the Sunfist thing. Like it was ugly, but it was even uglier when you saw the actual like structural damage to his face after taking that shot. You know, so. Well, I, see, I think, I, you know, Rob and I have talked about this, and uh, I, I feel comfortable paraphrasing for Rob because we've discussed this on air and off air. So, if a player gets suspended. He loses salary for whatever, one game, five games, 20 games. I know with Wilson it kind of works out funny because he had most of his money was a bonus in the summer, right? But I think I actually think he won't get paid this year because he got all the bonus in the summer. Uh, but, but whatever, the, the offended player loses his salary, the, the suspended player. But, you know, Rob Brown's point is often, well, okay, the, the hurt guy, what if he can't play hockey again? How much salary is that going to cost him down the road? You know, what if a, a a free agent gets hurt with ten games left in the season, and maybe no one's now going to sign him, or he's going to make less money in the contract because people doubt his ability because of the injury, right? So, I, I think Rob's point is, why don't we have harsher suspensions? So maybe guys are discouraged from doing things that injure other players because the injured player is could very well suffer in terms of income as well, and that's what the union is all about protecting and escalating income. Do they not have some sort of insurance policy on that when there's a when oh, it's a sure. career I mean, ending yeah, injury? You know, I mean, yeah, no, I, I mean, and I know that wouldn't absolutely, touch but, what but, he you would know, make. That's, but that's what you know. That's Rob's point is why is why doesn't the union go to bat more for guys not getting hurt in the first place? I think that I think that's what he's saying. Uh, One forty-seven. Don't forget to book with New West Travel Oilers fans. You can join Oilers now on two great road trips to Nashville and Las Vegas to see the Oilers play in two of the most exciting arenas in the league. The Oilers now package includes airfare, accommodation, great game tickets, including a private suite in Vegas, all your transportation, a welcome reception with Bob Stoffer and special guests, and parking at Value Park at Edmonton International Airport. Limited space to get on these road trips to see Nashville and Vegas. For for the Oilers Now Road Trips, call the travel experts at New West Travel, 780-432-74. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations, Icon of the Seas, Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Yeah.
You know you need protein to fuel results, but it's not easy when you're drinking the same bland chalky shake every day. Stop punishing yourself and get to GNC for the best protein in the game, including all the hottest brands and crave-worthy flavors that'll keep you coming back for more. We're talking protein that legit tastes like cookies, your favorite cereals, indulgent desserts, and more. So bust out of your protein rut and actually look forward to those shakes with unbeatable protein at unbeatable prices. Fuel your fitness with protein at GNC. Or 46 or online at newwesttravel.com. Calm. Stoffer chatting with the Nuge when we get back. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. NHL today with Brendan Escott for Elite Promotional Marketing. Really slow day in the NHL world. There's 10 games on the schedule tonight. Two Canadian teams kick off their regular seasons. Winnipeg Jets are in St. Louis facing the Blues and the Ottawa Senators embark on what could be a long campaign. They're at home tonight against Chicago. New York Islanders named Anders Lee the captain today following in the footsteps of John Tavares. Uh, 28-year-old Lee is the 15th aisle to wear the C. And the Montreal Canadiens signed defenseman Kale Fleury to an entry-level contract today. He was a third-round pick of the Habs in 2017. Spent most of his WHL career with the Kootenai Ice before finishing with the Regina Pats. And one final note here, Blue Jackets head coach John Tortorella announced that Jonas Corposalo, not Sergei Bobrovsky, will be in net tonight for their season opener. Instead, Bobrovsky goes tomorrow at home. This portion of Oilers now presented by Royal Pizza. Pizza, pasta, so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu locations, visit royalpizza.ca and download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Back to Sweden, Stoffer with the Nuge. Ryan, first of all, uh, how has this uh, trip to Europe been today for you? I mean, specific with Cologne, just you know, how unique of an experience was that? It's great. It's, uh, um, I think it's it's fun and uh, enjoyable anytime you get to go to uh, uh, for us coming over to Europe, it's a uh, different experience, and I've never been in Germany, so uh, love the city of Cologne. It was a lot of fun, and uh, the atmosphere last night was crazy. It was uh, it's pretty intense, so it's uh, it's cool to see uh, the different fans over here for sure. Uh, so more enjoyable experience in Cologne than in Russia during the lockout year? Yeah, uh, it was a different experience. Yeah, I mean, Ufa was a little bit different than Cologne for sure, but um, it was also the dead of winter in, yeah. in Ufa, Russia, so a little bit a uh, little bit different, but. Uh, uh, I mean, even there, the atmosphere is pretty good. The, the European fans, they they're um, they're good. Like they just get into it. At one point, I looked behind our bench, uh, or our, our net in Cologne, and they're all kind of bouncing up and down at different times. Like it's uh, they're pretty into it. They love uh, to create a good atmosphere and just get into the game. Uh, you know, so much. Look, you, Taylor's been a number one. You were number one. There's attention on you. Uh, Connor obviously is Connor. But how cool was it to watch specifically? For Leon, and sort of how they how they kind of handle that whole uh, situation, and the love and the appreciation they had for one of their own. And you guys were kind of chuckling a bit on the bench at the start of the game. Right? Yeah, it was awesome. Um, I mean, even when they announced their lineup, when they announced their last names, or they announced the first names on the speaker, then the whole crowd kind of says their last name. It's uh, it's it's pretty cool. And then uh, when they did it for Leon, it was loud. So I mean, it was uh, I mean even Toby for sure, but Leon being from Cologne it was uh, it was loud and um, so it gave you a little bit of chills it's uh, it's pretty cool different experience and for him I think it was an amazing experience uh, playing in front of, front of his friends and his family and uh, playing against some of his good friends and 
obviously his dad. So, uh, yeah, I know I was uh, happy for him. And the uh, uh, first goal we get is a German connection, too, made it even more special. How hard was it to play the game? I mean, you're playing an exhibition game. You have, yeah, I, you know, completely different ice surface. The players, with all due respect, are not on the same level as NHL players in preseason. Uh, it was different, for sure. Um, we, I think we had a really good mentality coming in. I mean, we took it very seriously. We uh, wanted to have a strong, strong game. Um, but when we got out there, I think we realized how different of a game it is. Um, I think if we got used to it, it, it might be a little bit different. But, I mean, for just uh, getting thrown into um, a game on the big ice against a team who, that's what they do. I mean, they play on that big ice. They know uh, they know how to protect the middle, which is so important in the, on the big ice. I mean, um, it was definitely a, a different style of hockey, but uh, as we went along, I think we got better at it. Um, uh, I mean, and they put their best foot, foot forward. I mean, their goalies played well, and um, they have some skill on that team too. So I mean, it's not like they're uh, it's not like they can't play hockey, you know. I mean, they're good hockey players too, and uh, it was a competitive game, so it was fun. Okay, when you guys have had all of your guys in, five guys all left shots on that first power play. Uh, how do you think that's gone? I mean, it's obviously a work in progress, uh, but there seems to be latitude for you, Connor, or Leon to play different positions? Yeah, I think it's just wherever anybody ends up. I mean, we kind of have spots that we, all three of us, like, um, but it doesn't really matter. I mean, uh, off plays, off entries and stuff, wherever kind of we are, we can uh, just fill spots and, and go from there. And I think having, as a lefty on your offside, having three lefties wound up for one-timers is pretty dangerous. It's hard to defend. I know, um, I mean, it's similar to kind of Washington. Uh, a lot of teams have gone to it in the past, yeah. and it's just dangerous because it's hard to, you cover the middle, then they, they go through the seam, or you cover seam middle, then you go up top. Like, it's just a, it's a different animal, and um, it, so it opens up a lot of options, and um, we, we have skilled enough players on that on the power play to, to make plays out there. Last year, opening game at home against Calgary, dominated them. You won 3 nothing. you could have won 6 or 7 nothing, and we're thinking, okay, here we go didn't happen. So you don't want to overreact or play too much to one game, but for this group, you guys want to get things going in the right direction, don't you? Yeah, it's, I mean, starts super important for sure. And, um, I mean, it's not just the first game, it's uh, when we, uh, we want to have a good game, we want to establish a, a good mentality and a hard work ethic right off the bat. If uh, if we win, then great, we got to keep that momentum going into Boston, but if we lose, then we just got to, I mean, we still got to keep our heads up and, uh, um, and and push hard in Boston, New York, and then uh, oh, then we get home for a day, I think, then out to Winnipeg. So, I mean, it's not a, not an easy schedule to start, so we need to be prepared, and I think uh, we've, we've done everything we can to prepare ourselves. Guys are working hard. We're mentally ready for it. Uh, we're physically, mentally prepared, so uh, we just need to go out there and uh, do it on Saturday. That is the Nuge talking to Bob Stoffer. That's it for Oilers Now today. Thanks to our producer, Brendan Escott. My name is Reed Wilkins sitting in for Stoffer. I'll have Inside Sports from 6 to 8 tonight. Afternoon news next. Thanks for tuning in. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.